Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about communicating with sleepers, a possible new miracle cure for skin injuries called super melanin, and the secret social lives of garter snakes. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. A new study has shown some tantalizing evidence that researchers might be able to get inside of our dreams when we sleep. Hmm. Isn't that sort of the plot of the Christopher Nolan movie Inception? (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, it's not exactly like that, fortunately, but this study feels a little bit like something out of sci-fi. So to explain what's going on here, we have to go back a little bit. Have you ever heard of lucid dreaming? Sure. Isn't that where people know that they're dreaming while they're dreaming, something like that? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Uh, Not only do they realize they're dreaming at some point during REM sleep, REM is rapid eye movement, right? It's that part of sleep when most of our dreams happen. Yeah. So people who experience lucid dreaming at some point during REM sleep, they not only realize that they're in a dream, but some people can actually control what happens in those dreams. We've always known about this special kind of superpower, and by some accounts, even ancient civilizations knew about it. But there just hasn't been much research on what's really going on. That seems strange that scientists wouldn't be more curious about it. Oh, no, no. See, that's the thing. It's not that they aren't curious. It's that studying our dreams is kind of impossible. Uh, In the past, you have to basically just ask someone what was going on, right? Well, in the 1980s, a team of researchers decided to try a different path. They gave test subjects, uh, these were folks who had experienced lucid dreams, some instructions. They told them that they would send them a telegram once they hit REM sleep. And if the subjects received the telegram, they would respond with specific eye movements. Okay, that's really cool. Did it work? It did. Sometimes. (laughs) But it was established that you could communicate with people who were sleeping, even if only in a limited capacity, and even if it didn't always work. So fast forward to now. A study published in Nature Neuroscience wanted to push those limits a little bit. I'm guessing some kind of sensors were involved. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you guess right. They combined brain activity monitors with similar kinds of call and response cues. And what they found was actually kind of crazy. Not only could lucid dreamers respond to all kinds of stimuli from the outside world in their sleep, by monitoring brain activity, the researchers were able to predict when those communications were most likely to break through. So that would mean that there's a little bit of the minds of lucid sleepers that stays alert when they sleep, right? Like they don't just go into that dark night. Oh, but see, here's the twist. They also used subjects who weren't typically lucid sleepers and found that at least some of the time, they were also able to communicate while they dreamt. That that is crazy. When you think about a dream, it's one of the most personal, private sensations we have, right? Like we can't control it, and sometimes we can't even really describe it very well. 
No, I know. Anytime someone asks me if I want to hear about their dream, I'm just kind of like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this study is putting researchers in contact with the dreaming mind. That's pretty incredible. Oh, absolutely. So they aren't able to go all inception and control dreams or even understand what thoughts or images the dreams are conveying. But the implications are still pretty amazing. Not only does it show that we have evolved to maintain some subtle, small awareness of our surroundings while we're in our most vulnerable state. I know that studies show sleeping moms are pretty fine-tuned to their own baby's cries, so it makes some sense. Exactly. But the study also opens the door to more sophisticated communication with sleepers. It's possible this might even help to unravel the mysteries of dreams. Well, your researchers got inside our dreams, but the researchers I want to tell you about are getting under our skin. No, thank you. I'm just going to say that sounds a little scary. Uh, this, is the, this is the opposite, actually. This is a good thing. Scientists at Northwestern University have developed a synthetic biomimetic melanin that could be a breakthrough treatment for everyday skin injuries like sunburns. All right. I'm a redhead. I am behind this. What is it exactly? Because synthetic biomimetic starts to sound a little bit complicated. Right. So biomimetic just means that it mimics the natural melanin that we already have in our skin. That's the stuff that gives our skin and eyes and even our hair its pigment. To be honest, natural melanin is already kind of a miracle substance on its own. It's a biopolymer that absorbs light and sweeps up free radicals in the skin that can lead to aging and injury. So the kind of free radicals that you get from intense sun? Yeah, and even from not-so-intense sun. In fact, without even realizing it, our skin undergoes just a massive amount of insult and injury every single day. It is constantly bombarded with ultraviolet light from the sun, with toxins from pollution, smoke, all kinds of stuff. And our skin is kind of like our body's armor against all that stuff, right? Totally. And the more we walk through this world, the more damage that armor absorbs. And melanin is one of those substances that helps get rid of toxins and free radicals and helps the skin heal. So if we already have natural melanin, melanin, in, we have melanin in our skin. Mm -hmm. So why do we need synthetic melanin? This stuff isn't just synthetic melanin, it's super melanin. It was engineered to scavenge way more free radicals than normal human melanin. It's biocompatible, it's non-toxic, it sits on the surface of the skin in a clear layer, and so it's basically like a free radical sponge. Uh-huh, sure, this sounds way too good to be true. Well, that's the thing. Tests found this stuff quickly reduced skin damage and inflammation when applied both before and after sun exposure. It soaked up free radicals after skin injuries and actually worked with the body's immune system to help the skin recover more rapidly. Wait, did you say it actually works with the immune system? It's not just like another lotion we have to buy to keep up with the latest trends in skincare? No, this really could be a game changer. The research team says that it even has potential for absorbing crazy toxins like nerve gas or radiation exposure. There might even be an application for treatment in injuries common in cancer patients. Huh. Okay, I want to order this stuff. <laughs> well, uh, I know you've heard this before from us, but the research team needs to conduct more research. They want to conduct clinical studies and make sure that it's effective in human trials. But if everything goes as they expect, this synthetic melanin cream could be a breakthrough. I don't normally say this, but I am willing to sign up for these trials. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A team of Canadian researchers has conducted a groundbreaking study that is shattering our preconceived stereotypes of snakes. Oh, all right. Snake stereotypes. Let's see. <laughs> I'm thinking about a snake as you know, a single sneaky loner out on the hunt for anything in Fit in its mouth, silently mm-hmm. stalking its prey. Oh, very good. Yeah. Oh, there's sound effects. Yeah. Okay. So the prey stalking is pretty spot on. But the study is showing that snakes, uh, garter snakes to be exact, are actually more like orcas or elephants than we ever imagined. All right. I, I got to say, if I'm thinking of an elephant and a killer whale, there's just no world in which the next thing that comes to my mind is a garter snake. So you want to walk <laughs> me through that one? Yeah, okay. So the study is actually pretty cool. It turns out that garter snakes form this rich female-led social group society. The old image of the solo snake selfishly wanting to be left alone is more or less a misconception. Okay, that's a little mind-blowing. You never think of snakes as making social connections with each other. Yeah, and the researchers were kind of surprised by this too. They say this truly opens up a new chapter in humans' understanding of these enigmatic creatures. So let's back up and talk a little bit about the study itself. It's likely the most extensive field study ever conducted on the sociality of snakes. In a lab experiment in 2020, researchers noticed that captive garter snakes seem to show preferences for certain companions. So like they had friends? Sort of, but they wanted to know more, and they got crazy lucky when they found out that a long-term garter snake monitoring project had been going on not far from the lab. The aim of that project was to protect the snakes from things like road construction, but it turned out to be a goldmine of observational data. I, I guess the best way to understand the behavior of any creature is to observe it in the wild over time, right? Exactly. So they used social network analyses, which is a tool that's often used in human psych studies, and they mapped out a whole bunch of snake interactions. They pretty quickly realized that the snakes weren't just randomly wandering around. I don't know if wander is the best word, more like <laughs> slither, but you know what I mean. They were actually forming pretty distinct communities. The younger snakes seemed to follow the older ones, and females, especially the older females, were at the center of the social web. That's honestly remarkable, but it makes me wonder... Like, how did we never notice this before? I mean, there could be a lot of reasons. Uh, First, it's not super easy to tell snakes apart from each other. So if you want to know which two are best pals, you have to first observe them closely enough to know who they are. But this could also be a story of our misconceptions taking hold. Snakes have been the subject of myth and legend for thousands of years. Uh, It could be we just thought we already knew everything about their social behavior we needed to know. But if you think about it, there must be some benefits to forming social connections like that. Maybe by hanging out together, they can more easily ward off predators or help each other hunt. And that is what the researchers think. And it could be even simpler than that. They could just like to keep each other warm. But the findings that snakes don't pair up at random, that they have a preference for who they hang out with, and that they form these rather complex social structures is a pretty big paradigm shift. And that can only mean one thing. Is it more research? It's more research. (laughs) But with this new perspective, a whole new world is open to snake researchers. And maybe a finding like this will bust those myths that have lasted for so many thousands of years. I hope so, because they're really cute. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. A new study has discovered that it's possible to communicate with people during their dreams 
bridging the gap between science fiction and our understanding of the dreaming brain. Researchers have developed a groundbreaking synthetic super melanin cream that can protect the skin from sun and environmental damage and significantly speeds up healing time. A new study has revealed that garter snakes, much like elephants and orcas, form intricate social groups led by older females challenging the long-held belief of their solitary nature. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.